1: What's up, Hot Queens? Did you bring the baby Gherkins?
0: (laughs) This is when I really felt like maybe we shouldn't do this podcast. Astronomical. Astronomical. I hate to see it. Wasted potential. Are you drunk? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so drunk right now. (laughs) Welcome to Bad Author Book Club, where we're not like other authors, we're worse. I'm Clara Bell A. Ortega.
1: And I'm Ryan Lasala, and we're two authors reading the most bizarre fiction we can find. <gasps> Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Bad Author Book Club. Before we get started, our usual plug to find us on social media. We are on all social media platforms, all of them. On Twitter, we're our Bad Author Pod. On Instagram, we're Bad Author Book Club. All of our episodes are up on anchor.fm slash bad author book club. And of course, join us on Discord every week. Every evening, every hour to discuss every minute the incredible books that For we're second. reading every second.
0: We're just right now, there. turn
1: off the episode. Find us on Discord. No, don't, don't do that. ever oh turn God. it off.
0: Kidding. Just listen to it on loop. Stream <laughs> that author book,
1: <laughs> please. Oh, we're on Spotify as well. If you want to listen Spotify, to us there, yeah. uh, and our Discord link will be in the show, show notes. Out. So, without further ado, it is time to get back to the incredible. <sighs> narrative that is let's say it together oh my
0: god the The story of lex and livia Livia,
1: rebels Rebels, city of indra Indra, by by kendall Kendall and kylie jenner Jenner,
0: and elizabeth and and someone else and another another girl and another girl (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) today's episode is chapter two the orphanage
1: Lex. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that they're going to be alternating back and forth every chapter, it right? It seems like that, that seems yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's something, there's something twinny about that, Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Well, so we're into Lex's POV for the very first time, and I, I hinted at this in the last episode. Lex, her name is written in like a more sans serif type of font whereas Livia is like a, like a curling script of a font. Yeah. So you could tell already Lex is poor.
0: Yeah I, and I have theories about things and a comp okay. to comp this to once we get to that point but we'll start with the first line. I like saying the first line of the chapter because so I think yeah, it's, it's interesting. Fun. So um, So the first line of this chapter is there is a story that everyone in the orphanage knows. It is not about family, hope, or love. It's about genetics mutations. Mm.
1: This is a story about genetics is immediately what comes
0: to mind. It is kind of creepy. It's giving eugenics. It's giving perfect genetics. It's giving all of that stuff. But as I think that the father Armand, Mm -hmm. well, Olivia's father Armand Mm -hmm. is not exactly like the model citizen that she's thinking about he is that's right. my theory okay so maybe right now like the whole genetics thing is like seen as a good thing but it's actually meant to be evil right okay <laughs> right so like which
1: is often the case in dystopian books like the salvation of humanity turns out to be something hyper oppressive like mm-hmm. i always think of um and in my mind make fun of divergence like the the system of divergence in divergent yeah. or whatever and how it's like we figured out that like the the, the key to peace was like separating out people into like Myers-Briggs personality types basically mm-hmm. and then like one girl rises and she's just like kind of cool she's like special she's quirky but then as it turns out there's like other reasons that she's like able to sort of bend the system. But I guess my point being that like yeah, like the thing that has saved society like seems to be in this case genetic engineering. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, in in all things including people, which of course brings to mind the question of like well, if like how are there orphans if everything's so tightly controlled, right? Like what is creating people dying? The, well, people dying and also just like like the like these like wastefully created humans, right? Because you would think of like a highly regulated population, which we learned about in Livia's chapter. Right. How but, are we getting orphans.
0: Well, they're actually so in the chapter, we I don't know if you realize or notice that part, but one of the characters that we meet is actually tells us that they go into the underground
1: to like look at
0: to look for someone like kids who might be special. Well, yeah. And test them, I guess. Um, But it seems like they're getting a lot of them Which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me Yeah Um, So we start the chapter off by talking about like mutations So Lex is explaining how like Basically they've been taught that like underground Which is if you remember how we started the book Like in the prologue There are these like genetically like mutated Like scary weird Mm -hmm. people Or used to be people Yeah Um, She describes one of them as like Just like having a twin mouths and like milky white eyes and like really just creepy and scary yeah but it's it sounds almost like like a grim fairy tale that they tell children right to uh scare them into behaving or like not going somewhere or like thinking the underground is like the last place that they want to go so there was this one part that Mm -hmm. um kind of gave Hunger Games a little bit to me yes so she says this is why twice a year the Caretakers round up orphans no one knows how they choose in the middle of the Night while everyone is asleep they are forced to walk outside in their bare feet Their slippers left beside to be reused by someone else they are taken to a Junction and there they wait how long they wait depends on how hungry and how Hungry the mutations are
1: right mutations being this like class of people Mm -hmm. and the mutants will allegedly either eat them or recruit them. They will take certain orphans back and then it's said that if you're brought back by the mutants to like their den you will then mutate as well. Like your legs will like break and you won't be pretty anymore. (laughs)
0: That part took me out because she's talking about how you'll turn into this like monster basically and then she says and if you are pretty, you will lose that too. Dun dun dun.
1: Yeah, like you know, like, like anything
0: but that. Yeah, like, not girl, my legs. Got bigger problems. <laughs> That's
1: my order my order of importance. My favorite features about myself are my legs and then my pretty. And I couldn't bear to lose either. And my humanity <laughs> would be compromised. So then we get basically a look into the world of this like orphanage. And this is supposed to be in high contrast to Livia's telling oh, of her own childhood yeah. and we are put into the point of view of a baby. This Lex. is,
0: this is so, this is like baby's day out. It's this really, is like, it's crazy. How is this baby doing
1: all of this stuff? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So she's she, like, I thought it was just going to be like, I like, you know, I spent my childhood in this like crib, but no, it's fully like, I'm in my crib. I'm looking around at people. People, gaga. Gaga. people are walking by and she has like this, like this baby not only has like a point of view, but it's like a extremely precocious Point of view and eventually we will learn that like precociousness is sort of like the hallmark of these two girls like they're meant to sort of be like overly precocious mm-hmm. because they're perfect like that's of course the kind of characters that they are they're just so advanced and always math sort zingership you know all of that stuff but it is so weird learning this from like a baby and I wish it is they...
0: very very awkward
1: yeah it's very awkward and um it reminds me of the guy that didn't the guy that like write atonement then follow up with a book that's like written from the point of view of a fetus
0: I don't
1: know. Okay, well, someone check on that. <laughs> someone <laughs> look is, it up and get back to us. So
0: we learned about a hyper crib, whatever that is. But did yeah. you notice that she had to? there were two babies in her hyper crib?
1: No. Oh my gosh. Wait. Yeah. What? It said, oh, yes. all I
0: had was my own hyper crib at the orphanage. And sometimes even that I had to share. A tiny box on tall legs stuffed with two hungry babies.
1: Amazing. Who could that be? Who could that be? It's
0: fucking Livia.
1: It's, Livia, good to see you. Good to see you, Curly Girl. And then they talk about how the recruiter comes in. The recruiter is someone from like the upper part of like Indra, who's like from the city of Indra coming down into these caverns Mm -hmm. to basically peek into the cribs and they're assessing for something and it's actually unclear what they're assessing for Uh, and maybe, I was thinking, is the recruiter looking for, like, anomalies, like, genetic anomalies to, like, purge from, like, to cull from, from, like, the, the cribs? Or are they looking for, like, babies to take up? Because probably that's what happened to Livia. Like, Livia was selected and torn out of, like, the crib or something. Livia has not been mentioned, by the way. This is just our theory right now.
0: Which is, I don't know, it's whatever. Anyway, um, so it says, if you make it past the crib stage, you're assigned to infant surveillance. So it's, like, which is like toddlers a... looking after babies
1: yeah essentially yeah
0: a few more years and you got a cot in the intermediate dormitory so that's where we find ourselves now like well before right? that we'll, oh no we'll get not to the yet, dormitory not yet. in a second mm-hmm. but
1: we do learn a little bit about like the infant surveillance or in like the whatever the other one like the phases yeah basically this is it's this is just like her sisters. Well, we don't know that they're sisters. I, they are they are. Like it's, it's so clearly obvious. gonna be the case, but like <laughs> so you know like the other chapter when she's riding around on the horses, she's basically just like amusing herself, telling herself how absolutely like of a rule breaker she is. Yeah. Same thing in this chapter. Instead of a horse, we have a baby. So again, something that can't move. We're not progressing the story, y'all. It's just the point of a view of a baby telling us about herself. And she's like, Caretakers looked over me, but even as an infant, I didn't play by the rules. I made too much noise. I used the playthings incorrectly, led the group in building entire cities from poly blocks, which are like their playthings, then gleefully clomped the whole structure to pieces. Oh, I wonder what this could be. Like even from an infant age, she built a city of Indra and destroyed it. Was meant
0: to be a leader she's of a, a rebel. revolution. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. She's a okay, rebel. <laughs> yes. And and it goes on and on talking about how, like, she's not like the other babies. Like, she's overly precocious. Um, and then even at one point, like, she described herself and all the other babies as, like, starving and hungry. Uh, but then when the recruiter comes on one of the visits, she fully stands up out of the crib. Like, this baby has muscle tone like you've never seen. Yeah. Describes herself as doughy legs, barely able to support my plump waist. So, I don't know. This baby's getting, like, this baby's well-fed. Yeah. And is, like, upright and... Basically, she has a confrontation as a baby with the recruiter.
0: This is so weird to me. And, like, you know, babies can be smart and everything like that. And if you want to set up that, like, she's way more advanced than the other children. Yeah. First of all, you have to make that very clear. You have to. And if they're searching for kids who are who have something special about them, wouldn't they notice that immediately about her? yeah yeah um it's very strange so we see this whole confrontation and she's like the recruiter like pushes her over and then he's like
1: yeah he's like sit back down little baby And she
0: gets back up again (laughs) yeah and he goes to push her and she's like no
1: yeah like the the, like there's there's imploring eye contact across the the nursery for a little while and then recruiter (laughs) goes back to and is basically like are you challenging me and like pushes the baby the baby goes no (laughs) and says no
0: (laughs) So we learn all of these things, right? And yeah. we're in fully in the babies like POV. And then we learn that she doesn't actually remember this. But she read it with the archiver type thing, right? Like a different, like a, like a different a, device, like right, a holographic just reader. Like
1: the same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's, a diff- it's a different device. But I, I don't. It's f- like a
0: portable one,
1: right? Like I don't. I actually think she does. I think it's like she then says that like my memories are a little bit wishy washy. I do think that this is one of her memories.
0: No, she. Oh no, well, let's see. She, my memory
1: is good, but not good enough to penetrate the infant haze.
0: Something to do with, with underdevelopment. brain, brain prevents brain us from remembering me, yeah. those years,
1: but I did manage to snatch. Okay, so maybe maybe she's seeing this and something else. But it's
0: still wild because she steals a hollow file and, and read then it. is she... able to somehow access her own memory and like know how to use it. Oh, and she's three.
1: Right, true. Okay, true. So yeah, so she's she's already reading. She's able to read. Uh, I was only three. Um, they hadn't even administered a reading they they hadn't administered a reading test yet but she was able to read so like she's seeing she's experiencing this over again and uh and eventually whatever for whatever reason like this to me seems like a special behavior right like such a precocious child like how come the recruiter wouldn't be like oh you're demonstrating like whatever we're looking for which is why i'm like is the recruiter looking for like babies to basically like sell off to the mutants like I don't really know I feel like she passed the test in doing that
0: yeah I, I'm i not sure either and maybe them trying to see how far they can push her by sort of like ignoring mm-hmm. her when she doesn't get her way because like if he saw that that elicited a reaction from mm-hmm. her maybe he'll continue to act that way to see like how mm-hmm. much she can do I don't know maybe well, I'm giving it too much credit They do.
1: there is an assessment we do actually learn the, mm. the verdict so the recruiter in the assessment Wrote, early rebellious tendencies, accelerated aggressive reflexes, correctly channeled subject could prove useful to society. So, correctly channeled subject could prove useful to society. Unheard of development considering her status as offspring waste. Horrible. (laughs) Yeah, but like, you know, this is a good interesting way to like deploy notes about the world and like the Mm -hmm. classism in the world or like how it's set up. So... I kind of wish that, like, her finding the file was the beginning of the chapter, and then her, like, looking back at herself and learning about herself that way. So she could have, like, we could have sort of experienced it through the point of view of someone a little bit older who's able to, like, assess what's going on. But as a baby, like, you would not have the, like, acuity to be, like, I'm rebelling against a recruiter.
0: Right. And also, like, how did she happened to stumble upon the hollow file. like it would have made a lot more sense if she was intentionally looking for it right. but she's just falling upon clues
1: she's falling A-la asleep and to- waking Tukey. Tukey. yeah so we move on she eventually does make it into the dormitory and another not like other girls moment happens on the way into the dormitory when like the caretaker looks at her and goes huh like It's weird. You have a name. No one else here has a name. Yeah. But your file has a name. Like, you are Lexi. And she's like, no, actually, like, I go by Lex. But everyone else is numbered. Like, all the other characters, the little children, have just numbers in this. Why does she have... Like, there's so many instances where she's like, I'm actually really different. But it's literally in her file. Like, this is a really different person.
0: Right. I don't... I, I don't know. I think it's something about, like, her having parents she's been like hidden in the orphanage that's what's gonna happen yeah it's she's been hidden for whatever reason it's giving parent trap that was like what (laughs) i was gonna say before like one tomboy one girly girl separated at birth for different reasons or like and we'll we'll find out later but like they're they're for sure sisters like there's no way they're not
1: no no so they end up in the in the dormitory and we got sort of some like there's not a ton of description in this book like, about, like, the scenes in the other characters. Occasionally, someone will be described as having, like, a inner warmth or something like that. But yeah. it's pretty sparse. So I was just sort of filling in details myself. And... This book actually does something interesting that uh, if you're like a sci-fi or a fantasy writer, you might want to pay attention to, which is when you are world building, rather than say something like, oh, um, they put the sheets on the bed. The sheets were a special kind of sheet that were administered by like dormitories for antiseptic qualities, right? Um, instead of saying that they, they call the sheets something like, like septo sheets or something like that, like quickly you can intuit, and this is works and why, especially in middle grade, mm-hmm. like you can intuit like, oh... I kind of know what this is even though I'm not being told and it makes you feel like you're in an actual world rather than being sort of like told something so there's a few terms in that and the terms are mostly stupid like Mm -hmm. infant surveillance as like the term for daycare like stuff like that so I wouldn't say it's really elegantly crafted but I do appreciate that rather than being like not everything is being explained. Super explained, Which is okay. Like, I don't feel patronized by that.
0: So, she's number 242, Lex. That's, like, her cot number. And then she had... uh, That's her name.
1: That's her, like, whole ass name. Yeah. And, like, like... Subject 242. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: And then the first week, 241 had been right next to her. And then suddenly she had been taken away.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. We learned some of the rules that are just, like, part of being a kid in the dorm. Number one, don't draw attention. Um, number two, don't ask questions. And each of these is accompanied by Lex being like, but I could never follow that rule. Or like, I never got that one down either. Like, she's, she's too too much of a oh rebel. God.
0: She's upset when 241 disappears. Yeah. Um, and she's like, where'd she go? So no one's answering her when she's like freaking out about 241 being, not being in the cot next to her um, until an older kid sort of like calms her down. And that's when we meet um, this new character who is very clearly black <laughs> Yeah. A black girl. coded as a black girl. Yeah. Um, she's, she she's, has some color. She knows her braid hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and it's like, okay. Um, So she, like, takes her to eat because apparently, like, you have to, like, fight for the food at yeah. this place. Like, you have to run to get food. And the smaller, the, the younger kids often um don't get to eat because they're little and they get trampled. And by the time they get to the... To the food, it's all gone. Yeah. So this older girl...
1: Takes her under her wing.
0: Yeah, and and helps her eat. Her We find out that her um, number is 374, but her real name is Samantha.
1: Yeah, she, like, shares it like a secret. Because you're not supposed to, like, really stand out. Mm-hmm. Naming yourself can have grave consequences. Mm-hmm. And Samantha, though, she's sort of seen as, like, a leader by the other kids. So she has, like, a little bit more, like, status among yeah. the other orphans because she's, like really kind she takes lex under her wing and basically she's also
0: 11 and it takes a really like a lot to make it to that yeah not everyone does like respect you get if you make it to 11
1: right and like oh like you kind of follow along with the older kids because they know how to survive that long right and we sort of learn like what gets people taken away and I wasn't clear if, like, getting taken away was the same thing as being, like, given up to the the mutants. What they described it as is this term... Do you term, think
0: there are actual mutants?
1: Maybe there are real mutants, but my my bet is that, like, eventually we're going to get a glimpse of the mutants, and they're not going to actually be mutants. They're going to be people that maybe, like, have... They're going to be wearing, like, spooky masks that have been turned into stories about mutation mm. or something like that. That
0: makes sense to me. So I think Samantha is, like, is, like, the tragic black girl Rue character from Hunger Games. Deeply in
1: vogue at this point in YA. Yeah.
0: One morning, you know, she becomes, like, sort of, like, her 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 only friend, her there, only friend yeah. Her protector. But Which then- you know is... Bad news Bad. for Samantha. If
1: you are the only person that is taking care of someone with a tragic backstory, your job is to basically die. Yeah, and teach especially them a lesson. if you're black. You're especially done. if you're a person of color yeah. in this too. Um, no gay people exist in YA. No. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that, that's not, not a risk that they have to Unless worry about.
0: Unless you're guru, Applesauces or whatever <laughs> oh,
1: God, is. Oh God, the guru <laughs> <cool> The hamburger <applesaucele> helper guy from Nautiland. Go back and listen to season one. Oh my God, you God you please. The Arby's, Arby's hand. Is that yeah. what you're talking? Oh, the hamburger helper <laughs> your yeah. upper hand yeah. oh my god so, um, yeah so I'm, I'm worried about this girl immediately when she's if mm-hmm. you braid someone's hair in a YA novel you're you, you're gonna be killed yeah in a moment like that is a death sentence mm-hmm. if I had a death wish I would braid your hair right now right. and then I would get picked for some sort of
0: culling <laughs> like culling
1: yeah and immediately I'd be you know I'd be gone so uh so we know we know something bad's gonna happen to Samantha also because you need to give you need to give uh, a sort of a, a heart to the backstory of the character. This right. is what the mother is going to function as for Livia. Because, again, her mother, beautiful woman that she kind of barely remembers, but she sort of occupies the, the part of her that, like, has feelings for other people. Samantha is going to be the, the, the compassionate source for Lex. And... At the same time, she's also the one. This is, like, so grim. She's telling Lex while braiding her hair about, like, what it means to to, to, to bottom out. It's, like, a term. Yeah. And it literally means you're sent to the very bottom of, like, whatever tunnels these people are in called rock bottom. Like, Help. hello. It's, like, made, so you're, sent, rock. you're sent to bikini bottom <laughs> on Spongebob and Patrick. And... <laughs> You never come back. Like, that's we don't really know what happens there. No one really knows because no one has ever made it back. So I don't know if this is a myth. I actually do think that this book probably has a location called Rock Bottom in it. Yeah, I
0: think so, too. (laughs) That
1: seems very, this book. Um, And the second she says it, I'm like, oh, gosh, Samantha, best of luck in Rock Bottom.
0: She asked her if that's what happened to 241. And she's like, yes. Which for a moment, I thought maybe 241 was also her crib mate. Okay. Yeah, that's just a different
1: kid. It's a kid who has freckles. That's what Samantha says. She's yeah. like, "Oh, so like, we
0: gotta watch out for. We gotta keep an eye on freckles.
1: Like, freckles bad in mm-hmm. this. Or someone else is gonna like. We're gonna meet a person with freckles, and she's gonna like be like, oh, I know you from this. You're two forty one. I always wonder what happened to you.' They're gonna they're gonna be part of the rebellion. Yeah, <gasps> it's gonna be Kane. That could be Maybe. Kane. That could be like the main character. Yeah. The, there's another there, character. There's list. a boy. Yeah. And who hasn't shown up yet?
0: So, uh, um, Lex mentions like the stories of the mutations. Yeah. When Samantha's teaching her about Rock Bottom, and uh-huh. Samantha says, "Don't listen to the stories," and she explains that Rock Bottom is where they find most of us, meaning the orphans. So oh. they go down there to actually find kids to yeah. te- to then test them for the stuff, stuff to see if they're special. Oh no! Right. Yeah. I thought it was kind of strange that they would get so many of them when they're trying to like limit the population right. and like make sure that like yeah i don't understand it doesn't get too like crowded right
1: i don't know Who it knows? feels
0: weird to me but anyway maybe
1: um, there's well i don't know population control and genetics go hand in hand mm-hmm. when it comes to eugenics <laughs> so i've i like this is all sort of adding up to like a pretty rough Like depiction of this and I mean I don't know this is like a really hard topic to write about given like its historical roots and the way that this sort of still reveals itself in like like pseudoscience like today so I'm already like a little like worried going into this very worried worried. because like
0: you have to treat these kinds of things very delicately if you are critiquing it and I don't know I don't know about the ghostwriters but yeah. i don't think that like teenage kendall and kylie jenner had We're, the chops right so we'll see we'll see um so samantha basically says like rock bottom's not like exactly a nice place either yeah. um and any orphan sent back there will most likely not survive because they don't have the strength to right right yeah they weren't brought up there to be yeah. like strong right. or whatever it is I've... and also it's like dark all the time so we learned that that's probably what happened to 241 because mm-hmm. of they're freckles.
1: Someone and then, someone starves to death. Another person is oh, yeah, left. Starves someone starves to death. Just a
0: random baby.
1: And of course, like genetic flaw comes up. Like that's the term that like Lex is like. Oh my god, a genetic flaw. Like are that's is that what freckles are? Samantha confirms this, and then Lex is like, "What about like, what about me? Like, what about my eyes? Like, are those a genetic flaw?" And Samantha's like, "No, you like you have like the most beautiful eyes I've ever fucking seen." And like she a little kid. Ask
0: her about. Her I know eyes. she doesn't, but
1: I'm like I'm I'm paraphrasing, but basically like. Samantha's like, no, you have these incredible eyes. So now, of course, we're like, okay, we got to pay attention to eyes. There's an eye on the cover. And
0: I say that only because it's very, like, I'm beautiful, but I don't know that I'm beautiful. Because she says, like, I had never noticed.
1: I never even noticed my eyes and how different and cool they were. You're seven. Yeah. (laughs) So dumb. Anyways, so they have this, like, tender moment during, like, this, like, hair braiding session. And then, of course, oh, well, before that, it is mentioned that Samantha sometimes vanishes. She she mm-hmm. comes and goes and then when she comes back she doesn't share where she's been with her only friend and that's gonna come up at some point yeah, like what she's up weird. to kind of weird it's noted you don't add a detail in about a kid being like taken away and coming back and like not talking like that that's like
0: important that's
1: important and um and then she one also day...
0: tells Lex that she's special
1: yeah mm-hmm. you're the most special one of, uh, of all mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: uh and then one day Samantha's gone and Lex is like oh it's because she turned 12.
0: And then the other little kids in the dorm were like, no, she bottomed out.
1: Yeah, she bottomed out. Mm-hmm. Which shouldn't make any sense because, like, if she bottomed... Like, why, like, she's described as, like, smart and, like, special and, like, a good leader. Like, top marks type of kid.
0: Well, maybe be- wherever she was disappearing to was not a place she was supposed to be going and they found out.
1: Yeah, or, like... Someone sabotaged her or something like that, too. I don't know, but something happened to Samantha and the other kids say, like, no, she's gone. Like, she bottomed out. And and Lex is friendless. Mm. She's without a friend.
0: And then one of the kids is actually really mean to her about it and says it's probably because of you because mm-hmm. you're always getting in trouble and she was hanging out with you and mm-hmm. Lex beats the shit out of her.
1: Love that. Mm. Good for you, Do Lex. It, girl. Fight. Yeah. Uh, and she cries for the first time ever. That's... that's and first, the first and last time. First and last time, yeah. it's the only tears she's ever shed. What um, a
0: cliche. What yeah. a, I, I never cried again. I'm not a crier. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is like so no emotion. fraught. Well, that's, like... this is how you're cool, right? Yeah. It's cool to not cool, cry. Cool, cool girl. It's cool pretty girl cool. Stuff. She's a cool
1: girl mm-hmm. stuff. She's <laughs> And then she, uh, as as a seven year old, resolves, "I will die before I break like that again." Like she, as seven, and is like, "like we we have not gotten past her being like a little child, right?" Yeah. And then the chapter ends. That is the end of chapter two. Yes. Kill me, please. I can't take much more of this. I'm gonna
0: send you to rock bottom.
1: So okay, at least Modeland was a like a crazy experience but at least it was like also deeply entertaining mm-hmm. reading this like i can't like if it's all gonna be like i'm actually a little too cool to engage in any of the things that my peers are into my eyes are really cool like we're getting all of the like typicality of like dystopian teen ya but none of like the zest or style that like made model end like so funny to to read yeah and like and I think there's a lot to, like, dig into as far as the subject matter goes. And I'm like, I'm like, we got to get these girls, like, doing something. Like, I can't read another chapter where someone's just sitting on a horse slicing an apple. Or where someone's <laughs> a, literally a baby and the one, like, word of dialogue is the word no. Like, we got we to gotta get to it, girls. Like, let's get to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, do, I do agree. Like, I think part of the problem is that however they structured, like, the writing together, yeah. they didn't figure out a good way to do world building without info dumping because, like, this is is honestly just a a vehicle for info dumping Mm -hmm. because it's, again, a passive baby character, a seven-year-old seeing the world through the eyes of an older kid. I actually think that the best part Mm -hmm. so far has been sort of the interaction between Samantha and Lex. That was great. Because we are meeting another character. Mm -hmm. We are seeing her actively sort of, like, not 100% going through the things Mm -hmm. because it's all sort of told in, like, like, passive. Like, she helped me get food that one time, but we don't actually see it happening ever. It would have been right. cool to see, like, a scene right, where we saw that happening and oh the God. other kids sort of, like, attack, trying to attack her. Let's
1: restructure this. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're in the orphanage. We pick up in the orphanage, and, uh, and Lex and Samantha, like, we see them meet. They take them on the wing. We sort of fast, small time jump. They're friends. And samantha introduces her to like oh like did you know that like at night we can like sneak out like that we get extra rations like here like i know you didn't get any food at dinner come with me they go to the kitchen lex sneaks off and finds her file digests this information about her being a baby um but then she's almost caught but samantha takes the fall for her and then samantha vanishes
0: yeah that would have been so much better
1: i gave myself chills (laughs) <laughs> like you've got to like give like a, some a little bit more, and I yeah. you could have like you could have strung these pearls together, the same pieces of mm-hmm. backstory into an actual like like chronologically like linear moment yeah. in the seven year old's head, which makes it make more sense than a baby being like even from a baby three month age, I knew to rebel against authority. Like what?
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense um at all. I also would have liked to see some sort of agency in her stealing the hollow file or whatever it that would have been cool that would have been really cool like her wanting to see like what is wrong with me like why am i made to like maybe she's like taking her lesson separate from everybody else or something like that and she's trying to figure out like why she's being singled singled or out. she
1: thinks that maybe her parents will be like documented in the thing like did they die maybe the other kids taunt her because they're like oh yeah like your parents like wanted to give you up where all you know they're there could be, a, I mean, a little kid, especially an orphan, would have tons of curiosity about, like, these mm-hmm. things. Especially as they learn about the world that sort of, like, left them to fend for themselves, too. So there's more reason than simply, like, I was a baby and I, like, hit an iPad by mistake and it lit up with my exact medical file.
0: Right. Like, how did she find it? Like, how, how it just, it's it's too convenient. Yeah. It's not believable. No. <laughs> And like I think there are ways that you can show that a baby is advanced without them like acting like a twenty year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> What's your rose in your thorn? For this I chapter? like
1: the okay. My rose is I actually really did like some of the conversation and the dialogue between Samantha and Lex. I specifically like at one point Lex is like, Where do you go when like when you go? Like what are you doing? And Samantha says, Well, it's a secret and, and Lex is like, Will you share your secrets with friends. And Samantha has this one line that I really like that I'm going to get wrong because I closed my book. That's like, well, if I told you everything, like you'd burst, like you'd, you'd fill up and burst like with yeah. secrets. And I actually think that that's like, I don't know if they'll do this, but it'd be really cool if they kind of continue this idea that like, you can't hold on to all of these secrets. Secrets have a weight to them. And like, even if you take on someone else's secrets, if they trust you with that, like suddenly... There's sort of a danger to having like too much kind of kept inside you, like bottled up and I don't know if they'll ever really kind of like complete that circle, but it is a cool starting point for I think Lex's character development as like I'm never gonna break, I'm never gonna show motion, I'm gonna keep it all inside me.
0: Yeah. I agree. How about your thorn?
1: The, the the like the whole baby fight yeah. at the beginning that was so silly and so like it's immediately silly in a way that I know this book is trying to be like really serious, and it's so dumb. It's like like it's like it felt like fan fiction that I used to write where I was like even from a young age like I was casting spells that were making all of the elder sages yeah, so- marvel at me <laughs> yeah. like I'm God's gift to this storyline and I'm like yeah. oh, please.
0: It sounds like like. Like dictator propaganda, like even from the age of three. Oh my god, like,
1: yeah, like, like, like the North Korean dictator. Like, yeah, when he came out, he was already writing laws. <laughs> like, it is that, yes, very that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say my thorn is also in the baby sphere, <laughs> but it's the holophile section. Like, that part just killed yeah. me. It was so ridiculous. Um, yeah, and I think the rose is also sort of like her relationship with an older kid and showing sort of what the orphanage was like through that relationship. But I don't like that they made her coded as like a black girl or like a woman of color, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if like she was bottomed out and she had like a tragic backstory. Like if she ends up coming back later and is like a really cool character, then that would be great. But if not, then I'm gonna be upset. So
1: yeah. let's keep
0: an eye on that
1: well here's something to think about so especially like because these conversations come up right like Mm. we see them come up even among our peers often about like if there is a black character and if they're they die for the sole purpose of providing character development if they exist for
0: that sole purpose even if they don't die then it's not good
1: yeah and it's it's a common enough trope that like you gotta be vigilant about that Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're like a white person like walking into this because I guarantee that like you've probably seen that portrayal in media depictions of that and it maybe hasn't flagged for you but if you start to think about it you're going to start seeing a lot more of it and you're going to start to understand hopefully why this is a really like damaging thing to assign like that kind of labor to like the only black person in the picture
0: right and they should have their like every character should have their own motivations Mm -hmm. and sort of like feel believable and like a full human Mm -hmm. so if that ends up happening where they just exist for you know the character development of like the mean character then yeah. it's just like shitty writing to yeah. be quite
1: honest with you uh-huh uh-huh so was what was your that was your thorn yeah okay got it well my, my thorn
0: was the ipad yeah <laughs> got it i mean as an ipad kid as an, an ipad self-identified you, yeah 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 it wasn't, well, it wasn't good representation. <laughs>
1: cool <laughs> oh man okay well i would like to call upon our discord to let us know like your thoughts and theories so far cuz at this point we have gotten we've gotten the first chapters of either girl Okay, mm. and these are definitely meant to sort of be like in conversation with one another. I think we're trying to basically look at the same world from different points of view, like above and below. Mm-hmm. It's pretty on the nose, but I want to start like as early as possible. I think it'd be really interesting to start hearing people people's theories. Yeah. And do you have any? Unless theories? you've
0: read it. Don't oh tell yeah, us don't no, don't spoil
1: anything. But do you have any theories so far about like where this is going? I can give I you like one or two of mine. I
0: think that they are sisters. Yeah. I think that. Either by chance or for some sort of reason, we can't tell yet. They've been separated at first. Yeah. Um, and the father's evil.
1: Okay. Those yeah. are my theories. My theories so far align with that. Also, the rebels are the mutants, mm-hmm. right? That are like scuttling about under the earth. Um, the kids are not being killed or eaten they're being like recruited we're gonna see samantha again and we're gonna see freckles again
0: i hope we see samantha again it would be a shame if she actually did bottom out
1: yeah that'd be terrible or bottoming out like is going to mean something else like she escaped and basically they have a term for people that have escaped uh so that it doesn't seem like there's a crack in the system it Mm -hmm. seems that the system is doing its job perfectly yeah that would be kind of smart yeah i'd Mm -hmm. like that Damn! All right. All right, chapter two in Done. the bag. We're doing. <laughs> we're flying through this book. This already feels less laborious than Model oh, Land. It's is such like, a relief. Such a relief. It,
0: it, now I know how bad, how much of a torturous relationship that was. Oh,
1: yeah, I have to say though, it has become such a point of like adoration in my mind. Like I think of Model Land so fondly, and I've been watching America's Next Top Model recently, like old reruns of it, and I'm on like season six right now, and. I love Tyra Banks. I'm, like, such a, like, a she's fan of her.
0: She's terrible. She's and
1: But you know what? Like, she, yeah, she's terrifying. But, like, <laughs> watching her work in real time on the show terrorizing these girls, it's, like, she, like, every girl she has a handcrafted psyop against. Like, she knows exactly how to just, like, totally demolish that girl. And the producers do such a good job of it. And it's, like, it really did set the tone for, like, reality TV for the next 20 years. And it's wild to me how influential she is and how wildly uninfluential she was in publishing despite a huge effort yeah i think
0: that you're looking at the book through rose colored glasses let me let me what you're really looking back on fondly is our experience of reading it together and how yeah. much we laughed and had fun That's... but the book itself if you were like reading it alone i don't think you would. devastated
1: oh my god i would i would have <laughs> i would have taken major psychic damage (laughs) i I kind of did (laughs) so okay anyways please let us know in discord your theories about lex and livia rebels city of indra yes i think it's the first time i've gotten the title without having to look at i'm looking at clear as i say this
0: and it's written on my (laughs) face.
1: the the pain is indescribable (laughs) uh but yeah find us on discord and of course find us on social media let us know what you think on Twitter, we're at Bad Author Pod. Instagram, it's Bad Author Book Club, uh, and all of our episodes are up on Anchor.fm/ Bad Author Book Club. If you'd like to follow me, your co-host Ryan, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at the Ryan LaSalla.
0: And if you'd like to follow me, Clarabel, I'm at Claribel underscore Ortega on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'm on Twitch as RadBunny. Bunny. That's B-U-N-N-I-E.
1: And what do you stream on Twitch?
0: Um, so every Monday and Wednesday, I do writing sprints, a cool. working sprints. So, oh, I've
1: been to one of those. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we work together for twenty minute sprints, then we take five minute breaks and chat about what we got done, get some coffee, come back and work, and then I usually um, stream Stardew Valley or Sims, and then I sporadically will stream uh, like chaotic late night Sims. Yeah. With no camera, where the Sims are just like twerking over the dead bodies of the sims they
1: killed. Any, yes. Oh my God. And I was going to say anytime I tune in someone's dead and someone's dancing.
0: Yeah. That's pretty much the Someone vibe.
1: Someone's dead and someone's dancing would be an incredible title for something.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Let me write
1: our that our down. band. Our band. Oh my God. <laughs> Secret like the, the band inside the podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, Hog Queens, we love you. We will see you next week. See
0: ya. Bye.
1: Biggest kisses. <laughs>